0: TheWellnessCoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Christophe and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Damien Christoph, And I'm Brett Hill. And Lawrence is in windy, wet, rainy Sydney. And he's no longer part of The Wellness Guys. We've gotten rid of him uh, <laughs> because he just doesn't turn up. He just doesn't. Does he, brett
1: <laughs> People have just freaked out, Dalo. People it's not true. Have just freaked out. They're like, "Oh, what? It's I have not to true. just listen to these two without the magnificence of Lawrence, I without know. the perfection of Lawrence Tam."
0: I know. It's Ex- Not true, especially not true. when he mixes his words up. But uh, this is a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into your lives. It's not true. Lawrence is still a wellness guy. He's the uh, third amigo, and uh, he's not with us tonight. But we are joined by a very special person and she's on a crusade. She's been on a crusade for some time. She's working um, very, very hard to change the world and uh, she's changing the world one meal at a time, you could say, and she's had an amazing experience. So without too much further ado, and I won't spill any more of the beans, I'd like to welcome to our Wellness Guys podcast, Christy Ord.
2: Hello. Thanks, guys. It's so great to be on here tonight.
0: It's great to have you, Christy. Christy, um, you're part of um, a massive revolution, really, aren't you? And you're, you're mm. doing some incredible stuff, which is very, very exciting. Um, mm. Can you tell us, first of all, how you got to where you are?
2: Sure. I love telling a story.
0: It's a, it's a great so, story.
2: Mm. So, I was pretty much the most unhealthy person that walked this planet up until a couple of years ago. Um, from the time I was 10, I started getting really bad digestive problems, so to the point where it literally felt like someone was stabbing me. And I had constant bronchitis and asthma um, to the point where I was always on medications and, you know, I might get better for like a week and then I, the next week I'd be coughing up blood and I'd had really bad bronchitis and this sort of kept going through high school. and um I was a big lover of fatty foods, fried foods, sugars. And my mum kept saying to me, if you keep eating that way, you know, you'll put on weight one day because I was as skinny as anything. And I was like, no, 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 it will never happen to me. And then I left high school and decided to move to Scotland, of all places, where they love to party and they spend most of the time at the pub. And so naturally, I just got involved in that lifestyle and was eating, you know, absolute crap because it was so cold over there, you know, it's so different being brought up in sunny Queensland and then going to this freezing cold place and yeah and so you know I really got immersed into this lifestyle this big partying lifestyle and just eating you know whatever I wanted whenever I wanted and um, we'd usually spend most of our money over the weekend so we'd get paid on a Friday we'd spend all of our money on the weekend and have like 10 euros left for the rest of the week so I used to eat like you know, the macaroni boxes, the macaroni cheese boxes oh, and nice. all these one, yeah, nice. yeah. Just lived off it. Yeah, yeah. nutrient that's all right.
0: Carbs, high and, carbs for yeah.
2: extra energy. <laughs> yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm. I had it all figured out. And then um, about halfway through my journey, you know, I still had all these problems and I, I didn't really know what was going on because doctors never yeah, tell you anything about nutrition. It was always just, okay, put on another um, medication. And then I remember um, I was actually in a changing room one day and I was trying on like a pair of pants and I looked so big and I thought I was pregnant because I was so fat and so I went to the doctor and he like they actually classified me as obese and I'm like no way you know I was this little skinny girl skinny growing now. up yeah super skinny now and you know and then i I got told that I was obese for my height and everything. I'm like, oh my God, something needs to change but nothing really changed you know i I kept going on my partying lifestyle I came back to Australia and um I was in quite a negative relationship and then I was in a a job that I hated like I just literally absolutely hated where my life was going and so I guess food for me was a big comforting type thing so. Um, you know, yet again, I was, you know, I'd had like two diet Coke cans a day and packets of chips and Tim Tams and just everything that was just absolutely acidic. And, um, and then it got to a point where I was 22 and I was working in this mining job and I, I think I took like 40 or 50 sick days in my last year of my career because I was just so sick all the time. Like I That's just kept crazy. having all these, yeah, I just had all these digestive problems and um, was just so, so much in pain and I was just hating my life um, so I guess a few things happened, you know, like uh, I guess my life was going so bad at that point that I just wanted to change it all. And, uh, you know, I was going through a breakup and all these things. And then my friend actually came to me and told me about plant-based living and plant-based enzymes. And, you know, just tried to start to talk to me more about diet and lifestyle and nutrition, which is things that I'd never been told about before, which just seems crazy to me now. Um, but, You know, he sort of really helped me on on my journey and I pretty much changed everything within about 30 days. I just got really heavily into it and yeah, and just started slowly progressing. Uh, You know, I didn't change things overnight or anything, but you know, a a good 30 days of just um, progressive change each and every day really um, helped me get better and heal my body. And so now I haven't had any digestive problems and I haven't had any bronchitis and I don't get sick anymore. And that's been the case for now three years. Um, so
1: let's let's yeah. go through those thirty days. Like, what did you change first? Where did you start?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I started. Um, I actually started taking like a, a good probiotic, and I started introducing greens. So I had like a really strong green powder. Um, and I started introducing cold pressed juices and smoothies, and I also used a digestive enzyme. So when I would eat foods, you know, especially like my two biggest meals of the day. I would take a digestive enzyme just to help break down all of those all the food and start actually absorbing nutrients, which is something I wasn't able to do with with, with such bad IBS. Um, and so yeah, so juices and smoothies, and I just stopped going to the pub all the time. I you know I stopped drinking, um, just increasing my water intake. So I never really liked water, and I didn't really understand the importance of it. Um, but then you know started actually being consciously aware of having at least you know three liters a day. Um, I started sort of getting into organic a little bit um, and just, yeah, just really getting out of my old habits. So, I mean, I, I went to a nutrition seminar one night and they were talking about acid alkaline and somebody said to me, oh, you know, guess where Coca-Cola is on the acid-alkaline scale? And, I, you know, I, I didn't really know how bad it was and they said two and then they told me that battery acid was 1.88 and I nearly had a heart attack. I was like, oh, my God, I drink like two, two cans of that a day. So I, I guess once I just started getting um, informed and educated in that 30 days, I, just, I, I really started just quitting or cutting back on the things that I would have. Like, you know, I'd, I'd have, I used to have like four cans of um, V a day as well. And as well so as the it, Coke. Yeah, yeah, I was just a sugar junkie. And so I just started cutting back. It wasn't like, oh, I, you know, from that moment on, I didn't have Red Bull or B or Diet Coke. I just, instead of having like two cans of Diet Coke, I would have one can a day. And so just little progressive steps in that 30 days um, and just saw massive results, massive results. Like I lost 14 kilos in that first 30 days.
0: Jeepers. There'll be people hmm. racing out to buy that program right now. <laughs> there we go. I know.
2: I've just put what the program to together. Wow.
0: You've got actually a got a whole, program, have you?
2: Yeah, I do. I do. I've, just, I've got people starting on it tomorrow, actually. So. Wow.
0: Far out. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, hmm. last year, um, all of the wellness guys were part of a, a, um, a speaking tour that you're now head of, which was hmm. called The Real Food Revolution. and. Hmm. um and we loved it. You know, it was a great event, great opportunity for us to be able to speak in front of uh, people about, you know, health and well-being. And I spoke about food. And uh, Brett, what did you speak about?
1: Yeah, I spoke a bit about food, a bit about exercise. I, yeah. did, I did a little bit of everything.
0: I think Lawrence did a little bit on mindset, which can, I, I can't imagine that all three of us would talk on those sorts of things. But anyway, we did. And it was amazing. We had a great time. And you're heading that up now. And, uh, <laughs> and that's great. And it's coming um, back live again. Um, I believe it's the same weekend as... The Wellness Summit, um, August 14, 15, or 15, 16, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's big. That's big competition. Go. How about that? There you so, go. Wow. <laughs> but um, exciting times because it's a great it's a great opportunity for people to hear incredible things um, about food and nutrition. Sometimes, you know, incredible things could just be that you know, living food has energy in it that uh, you can't count in calories. It could be mm. simple things like the pH of Coca Cola is such and such, and you know, that's the same as battery acid. It's those sorts of things that many people might actually get from um, your knowledge, your wisdom, and some of the other speakers that are. are actually going to be your event. How have you found um, getting out to the masses? Has that been difficult for you? Has it been hard to get your message out or have you found that very, very easy and contagious?
2: Mm. My message personally, I've I've found to be quite easy. I I think a lot of people are suffering from digestive problems and a lot of people are going through the same type um, of emotional things where they look to food or they turn to food for comfort and they don't know how to get out of uh, rid of addictions. And that's something that I really talk about a lot is this whole acid, alkaline digestion and, you know, developing a good relationship with food. Um, the thing that I I guess I find quite tricky is that um, people sometimes aren't willing to invest into their health. So if you, say, are starting a new business, you know, people are quite happy to go and spend um, $3,000 or, or $5,000 or whatever on a marketing seminar for a weekend but yet the thing that drives us every day and the thing that we have to look after, um, that our biggest responsibility is our body and sometimes people actually don't see the value in putting that as as one of their num- you know, number five or top five values in their life um, and we'll let that slip until something happens. And so I guess... Um, with this message, it's about preventing that and about being um, healthy every single day and actually putting it as your highest value in your life because it should be um, above everything else. And, you know, health to me is, is a multitude of things. It's not just what the food that you put into your body. It's, you know, so much more than that. Um, but yes, I mean, look, my, my message, it, I, I find quite easy, but uh, as a mass um, thing, getting people to step up and take control and just really getting them to take responsibility of their own life um, and what health can do for their body if they actually start to change a few things can, you know, it, it just opens up a world full of opportunities, not only for your body, but, you know, your happiness and how happy you are around your friends and your family and it creates ripple effects and that's what we're all about. So um, that's the part that I find tricky is, is getting people to take that responsibility of themselves.
1: Now, Christy, you mentioned a couple of things there. You, you started talking about comfort foods and addictions, and uh, and you said that's something you love to talk about. So I'd love to hear you talk some more about that because it sounds like you might have had a couple of good ones there. You might have had a bit of a uh, caffeine addiction with some of that Coke and V and Red Bull and all those sort of things. There might have been a few others in there as well. What were your biggest challenges in that regard? And you know, what sort of advice do you have for people about you know whatever happens to be their addiction or their comfort food that they're really just trying to overcome?
2: Mm. Well, the biggest ones for me were definitely sweets um hot chips, sugar, obviously, from what you've heard me speak about already, and definitely caffeine and I was just you know a total junkie when it came to those sorts of things um for me as i said it it was a slow progression and I think when people try and get too fixated on diets and wanting to change things dramatically in their life straight away, it can be very difficult because we have a relationship with food. And whether that relationship with food is a negative relationship or whether it's a positive relationship, we all have some kind of um, relationship with the food that we eat every day. So to then take everything away completely can be really hard for people and they'll get miserable and they'll get grumpy. Whereas if it's a gradual process of just, Bit by bit, every day or every week, you have a new goal, and you might say, Okay, well, if I'm drinking, you know, if I have 10 breakers a week, or or I think that's what they're called, those chocolate milkshakes, or if I have 10 coke cans a week, or whatever, okay, just cut that in half. And that was really my biggest thing. I mean, I I was like the biggest lover of hot chips, so it didn't matter where it came from, if it was like from Woolies with so much gravy on it, or if it was from KFC or Red Rooster or whatever. And I used to beat myself up along the journey, so you know, my journey's been going. For over three years now, but up and it was only six months ago that I really just gave them up completely. I was still sort of sneakily having hot chips without people knowing because I was this person that was like a you know raw foodie and you know would never eat something like that. And I sort of felt quite ashamed to have those things on the journey. But for me, I'm like you know I just tell people if you if you stuff up, you stuff up, and it's like okay, what can you do just to make those gradual steps um, without being too dramatic all at once because sometimes it's not realistic. And it's the same as if you're, you know, for me, I I don't eat meat, but I I understand why people do. So um, I don't sort of push that heavily. But if you want to go into a vegetarian lifestyle, a lot of people will just say, that's it, I'm, you know, I eat all this meat, but now as of tomorrow I'm going to be a vegetarian. And not many people can stick to those such extreme ways of um, dieting because it's, it's that relationship that they have with that food and that's comforting for them.
0: I've got a couple of questions. Mm. I've got a couple of questions because you've um, you've mentioned a couple of things. One thing was about the uh, acid-alkaline balance um, mm. or the acid-alkaline approach. What Brett and I both uh, firmly believe in this regard is that a lot of people focus too much on alkaline and they forget that mm. having acidic foods is actually really important for the body. Mm. And one of the key things to remember is that the stomach acid, your stomach acid is a pH that is very low. Mm -hmm. Um, some people might be down to around about two and a half or three some people might be up around four and a half or five Um, hopefully it's lower because it's going to burn through a lot more fuel Um, but uh, what do you what do you tell because i've got i'm going to lead on to a second question after you've answered this question just letting you know brother because i'm going to ask two questions in a row Um, what do you tell people when they get hell bent on trying to go high alkaline diet what do you tell them
2: um, okay. <laughs> I have an interesting quick story that I'll tell you about this. So, when I started getting really into acid alkaline, I actually was um helping my ex-boyfriend um you know more, move more into an alkaline way of living. Now, he was someone that was a typical tradie and he ate typical tradie foods, um very 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 unhealthy guy. And all of a sudden, you know, he he changed things really dramatically, and he started having all these greens and all these super greens, and he was having all this stuff that was just completely his body was just completely not used to it, and he ended up having an anaphylactic shock from it um, oh. because yeah, his body w- basically went into shock from from the extreme change. Anaphylactic. Um, yeah, it Take was it really bad. Uh, yeah, he called me from a lift and said, I can't breathe. And he was in Melbourne and I was in Brisbane at the time. And I was like, what do, what do you mean he can't breathe? And he was like, oh, I can't breathe. And his voice was getting really croaky. And I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea what to do. And um, anyway, he he ended up being okay to call the ambulance. But by the time the ambulance got there, he was pretty much unconscious and he'd had a, an anaphylactic shock. So he was very lucky um, to for them to actually get there on time. Um, and so for me... I completely think that sometimes people can get really fixated on this whole, okay, I'm really acidic or I'm really toxic so now I have to go more alkaline and they do it really, like they do it too extreme. Um, So I think it's all just about balance really. Um, Of course there's people that are very acidic and toxic and yes, there's people that are more healthy um, but it's just about transitioning correctly and finding that balance correctly and not doing anything too extreme or it can damage the body obviously.
0: That's pretty full on. That is full mm. on, I, you know, to, to go into anaphylaxis, that's a massive thing. So that yeah. should be a warning for everybody. You know, don't, you don't have to go that extreme. You can actually just ease into this thing, which is really important. The other thing that you said, and I'm fascinated to know this because I've got two, this is a double loaded question. You, you've gone vegetarian, <laughs> which is really good. Um, good for you. And uh, and I sent a little note to Brett before suggesting that I think I know what your blood type might be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's, what's your blood type?
2: I actually don't know. Oh. And I really don't know much about the blood type diet. I, I literally have no idea about it. Um, so, And I don't know. I would have to ask my parents that.
0: <laughs> well, the reason I ask you is because mm. many people who uh, go vegetarian and thrive and do really, mm. really well actually have type A blood. And so mm. I said to Brett A, Brett A I think that Christie is type A blood because mm. you're thriving on vegetarianism. Now, there's some people like me who if I go vegetarian, um, I'm, I'm likely to eat the bum from a low-flying duck just totally, to save myself totally right? because I need mm. to get that extra bit of animal-based protein because it really helps me out. It actually increases my immune system, increases my resolve, helps mm. my liver function, and in fact it keeps me, you know, in a better acid-alkaline balance because mm. I can't go that alkaline that actually disrupts my metabolism. So mm. when you are talking to people about food, what's your general approach to this? You know, because in terms of real food, um, are we saying that you can't do are we saying that you can't do protein? Are we saying that you can't do what? What, what are you? or what, what, are you, what are you saying that you can do?
2: Yeah. Okay. Great question. Um... So, so for me, real food and whole food comes down to obviously vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds. Um, I still have grains. Absolutely. Some people argue against grains and say they cause inflammation. Um, so, so that's why some people do cut them out. Um, you know, some people like meat. Some people don't like meat. As you say, some people thrive on meat. Some people don't. So those factors are all included for me in, in this real food and whole food way of eating. Um, for me, I, Basically, just advise people to cut out all the crap. So for me, you know, we live in this chemical mess of all these labeled um, packaged foods with labels that we can't even read. You know, some scientists probably can't even read it. And, you know, we have very, very processed foods, um, lots of your white foods, all those types of things. I just basically tell people if it's not real food, um, cut it out. And that that's really what my message is all about. Um, and for me, that also includes anything that's. I mean, I don't have dairy. Um, I I thrive without dairy, and I think that was actually a big cause of my bronchitis problems that I had. Um, yeah, so for me, it's it's really about trying to just go organic as possible and just living on, on whole foods and whether that for you means adding meat in or not adding meat in, whatever, whatever your body thrives on and, and that's what my message is all about. I think you know, we get fixated on diets and we go, oh, we should be paleo or we should be raw vegan or we should be vegan um, or we should be very vegetarian because there's other people saying that we should be and do these diets yet a lot of people just don't listen to their body and intuitively eat and, and just feel good about what, what actually fits well for their body.
1: Nice. I like that. So uh, Christy, let's let's talk a bit about the real food revolution. So um, you know, one of the great things I noticed about the real food revolution was there was quite a variety of speakers there. You know, I know last year there was you know Pete Evans was speaking about paleo. I spoke about a bit of paleo stuff. Damien spoke a bit about blood type. There was some you know some juicing. There was some raw food stuff. You know, it, who have you got coming this year? What sort of stuff are you going to be covering?
2: Yeah, cool. So we're we're more sort of um, I guess going along the same train as last time. So. It's, um, it's not just about one particular subject in health or, or nutrition or real food or whatever. We try and, you know, get as much across the board as we can. So this year we've got, um, Kale Brock. He's going to be doing some of our fermentation. We've got a couple of fermentation speakers across the country. Um, we've got Kasane Applebee. So she's one of our main raw speakers. And a lot in the raw train, we've got, um, Maz from Sardiner Kitchen in Sydney, amazing raw food cafe. And we've got Amanda Brockett. So she has the raw kitchen. We've got Mason Taylor, so if anyone hasn't met Mason, he's absolutely amazing. So he talks about, um, you know, really creating a badass uh, immune system through tonic herbalism. Uh, we've obviously got Brett, so you'll be you'll be speaking on some stuff that you did last year as well. Um, we've got Espen, who's talking about chiropractic care. We've got Amber Hawkins talking about emotional eating. Um, we've got the very very well loved Quirky Joe, so she'll be joining us in Cairns. Nice. Um, who else have we got? We've got Billy Simmons. So he's uh, he won uh, vegan bodybuilding a couple of years ago. So he talks about sort of going green and clean and lean and all through plant-based living. Um, Rory Bland, uh, funny Rory, he's going to be doing some different parodies. Um and who else have we got? And we've got some different mindset speakers as well. So, you know, mindset's obviously one of the biggest things that come into this. If you don't change your relationship with your body um, and your food and your goals and, and all of that, then you can't really achieve the um, the success that you want.
1: Hey, so Christy, tell us. Um, we just we met Rory Bland last year. We interviewed him on The Wellness Guys and, mm. uh, and we met him at the Real Food Revolution and he is a pretty funny guy. He's pretty charismatic. And I just found yep. out that you are living with Rory Bland. So tell us, what's it like living with Rory Bland?
2: (laughs) He's a funny guy. Um, He is a lot of fun and um, he's very, very passionate about what he does as well. So it fits in quite well because we have a nice little conscious community going on at our house. Uh, It's a lot of fun and we're always cooking healthy meals and we have healthy dinner parties and we actually had a, a dinner party recently and a French guy came and he was like, I've never been to a party where there's this food before. and It was like so foreign for him. So it's nice to be able to live with health conscious people and, you know, do this for people and create that awareness um, and, yeah, and just have fun with it. That's what Rory's message is all about as well. It's like not making this whole thing boring or hard to understand but just making it fun and simple for people. That's great.
0: That's good. Rory is a classic. I I really enjoy his energy and he's a really great dude. Now, you've got a lineup of speakers that is unbelievable. There's so many great people speaking at this event across all of the the cities. How will people know um, who's going to be speaking at their event? So let's say, for example, someone's to go to Perth. How do they find out who's going to be at Perth? How do they find out who's going to be in Melbourne, Hobart, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney, Adelaide, Cairns and Canberra? How do they know who's actually going to be there?
2: Yeah, great question. Um, We will be releasing that over the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, if people do want to find out the schedule that we've got at the moment, they're welcome to either Facebook us or email us. Um, The reason why we don't have it all confirmed up there yet is because – I'm sure you're aware with different wellness things, there can be last minute changes um, and there can also sure. be people that pull out or need to go to another city and we've been experiencing a little bit of that at the moment. So we're just getting our schedule finalised 100% for each city yep. and then it will be released. But if people want to know, um, you know, what it's like at the moment, where, where we stand, then we can certainly send them that information.
0: Because you've got June, the June one, the Perth one. Coming up, literally in a couple mm. of weeks' time. So yeah, we're four weeks away. Who's because this this podcast will go to air before then. So who've got confirmed for Perth?
2: Perth, we've got so we've got Diane. So she is the Whole Food pharmacist. So she talks about um, you know really connecting with nature's gifts, which mm-hmm. is obviously Whole Foods. Um, we've got holistic lifestyler, Jeremy. Um, so he's just recently come on board for Perth. We've got Rory Bland, we've got Rowena Jane, so she's the real food yogi, so she'll be talking about how real food and yoga are combined and why we need to do both. Uh, We've got Kasane Appleby with her partner Ro, and we've got someone doing essential oils, so Nicole Anderson. Um, Who else have we got? Gosh, I don't even have the schedule at the top of my head. Um, Billy Simmons. Um, Who else? Who else? Who else? else?
0: It's all pretty all-star. It yeah. good. That's, a, that's, a yeah. pretty,
1: that's a pretty good idea. We've it's got a fair bit of a lineup line up there, I reckon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, well done. Hey, so Christy, we, we're getting towards the end of the interview now. I know it goes quickly but one thing I'd love to get from you just because you've spoken about this lifestyle and, and what you do in terms of food and all that sort of stuff. So just for listeners who are kind of thinking, what does that actually look like? Like, What's a, what's a day in the life of Christy Ord look like? Can you give us a bit of an idea, not just the food but you know perhaps exercise and mindset and what sort of stuff you do but you know what's a typical day look like for you?
2: Yeah, okay. Well, my days at the moment are very full on with the Real Food Revolution. Um, but, look, I really look at wellness and health in all areas. So, for me, um, obviously the food is a big part. So, plant-based nutrition um, is what I thrive on. So, I incorporate that on a daily basis in all areas. Um, but also, absolutely, exercise is, is crucial and especially with, you know, if you've got a really busy lifestyle um, it's not just the nutrition, but you need to exercise to be able to move that nutrition through the body. So for me at the moment, um, yoga is a big, a big part of my life. Um, it's actually been something that I, I got out of for a while, um, but now I've, I've sort of taken it up again. So definitely yoga. Um, For me, I work on really building strong relationships. So I think that it's really important to, you know, not only have your, your health aligned, but also to have really healthy relationships and healthy people in your life. Um, if you've got toxic, negative people in your life, it can really bring your energy levels down. So I make sure that the people I surround myself are really uplifting and positive and, um, you know, will have their own purpose in their life. Um, and spiritual, so, you know, I, I go to meditation every Sunday and I do my own meditation and, you know, that's a bit of a train for me and it's also a bit of a journey. Some days I'm, like, really into it and other days I don't do it. Um, but the days that I do meditate I find, you know, I thrive best and, I you know, I, I'm really productive. Um, and what else? Chiropractic care. I make sure, you know, I go to see a chiropractor um, once or twice a week. Yeah, you guys are like that. Um and just also career wellness. So, you know, just making sure that each and every day I, I set my why for the day. You know, why am I doing what I'm doing? Yes, there's challenges and yes, there's frustrations along the way. Um, but, you know, I really stay aligned to that and go, yeah, no, what I'm doing is actually creating a massive shift for people. And, you know, I, I make sure that my career, my, what, my, my purpose in my life is always on track. And if I feel like something's not quite right, um, I'll change it, you know. I'll like I, I owned I owned two two raw food cafes in the last two years, and I got to a point where I was completely burnt out. I had really bad adrenal fatigue, and I was quite sick. So, you know, I talked about my journey and how I've. Uh, been able to recover from all those things, but what I didn't talk about was the fact that I did get really bad adrenal fatigue um, only six months ago, and I was uh, I got burnt out. You know, I was thought I was serving people and thought I was helping people, but I wasn't actually helping myself. And so I had to change that. I was like, okay, well, this isn't working for me. You know, yeah, my purpose is around health and helping people, but I wasn't thriving, so I couldn't couldn't do it anymore. And that's why I now do what I do.
1: So let, let's delve into that in terms of the food stuff, Christy. Like, what what's for breakfast on a typical day? What's what's lunch? What's dinner? What yeah, are your cool.
2: snacks? Yeah, so I start my day with oil pulling every day, um, and then I have basically one liter of alkaline or spring water um, with a bit of lemon in it, and I have some like a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. Uh, it just kickstarts the digestion. I have a probiotics in the morning as well. And I also then sort of move into like a smoothie for breakfast, or I might have some avocado on sprouted bread, or I might make some like buckwheat pancakes or chia pudding. Um, I'm quite lucky because I work from home, so I've got sort of the, all my food and the whole kitchen there for the day. Um, lunch usually consists of like a really nice salad, or I might have a soup now that it's getting a little bit cold. Um, and I have what do I have for dinner? Basically I just make like really yummy plant-based healthy food. So I might have like buckwheat pasta or I might have quinoa with, you know, roasted vegetables or a salad. Um, I might do like, you know, stuffed tomatoes with, you know, filled with like quinoa and veggies and stuff like that. Um, it really, yeah. I mean, sometimes I might, I have raw stuff, so I might make like a raw lasagna or raw tacos or, you know, whatever, um something dehydrated. It really just depends. I really I, I'm very intuitive with what I what I do on a regular on a daily basis. So I don't sort of plan anything, I just go with what I feel like having. Sounds um,
0: amazing. Sounds delicious, yeah. I reckon. Sounds like yeah. you've got a, a great um a great way of just I suppose grasping and approaching life and food. And so that all sounds fantastic. So I think that a lot of people are going to learn a lot from um from your group and from the real food revolution. And obviously it is 14, 15, 16 of August, um, at the same time as the Wellness Summit, which is fifteen, sixteen of June, uh, oh sorry, of August, and uh, and of course that means that there's going to be some significant natural therapies and you know nutritional goodness and holistic wellness taking place in Melbourne at that time of the year. So a very very exciting time of the year, and we wish you all the best for the Real Food Revolution throughout all Thank of the you. country, Christy. So congratulations.
2: Thank you so much, guys, and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's
0: been great to have you. Thanks, Christy. Now, everybody, make sure you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Guys, and tell us what you thought of this episode. Share this podcast with your friends and family and other strangers you think need a wellness update, and subscribe to us on iTunes. And of course, while you're there, leave us a five-star rating and give us a comment. We love comments, as long as they're good ones. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Make sure Lawrence gets back on next week, and lead by example, and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on The Wellness Guys Show. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness TheWellnessCouch, streaming wellness into your lives